Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi, friend. I am so excited for you to hear this next episode. I get asked pretty often about podcasting from a lot of you, and I've been wanting to cover this topic for a while, but I knew that if I was going to attempt to tackle this whole subject, I would for sure need to bring in an expert. And who better than my very own editor and producer and good friend, Caitlin, from at Kate Rose Co. And If you have been following along for even just a little bit, you've probably heard me mention Kate and her husband, Philip, because they have been the geniuses behind the Six Figure Influencer podcast since the very beginning. And I can honestly say that Kate and Philip have made my job as a podcaster significantly easier by taking all the behind scenes elements off my plate and just their their vast knowledge in general is so helpful because as you're about to learn there especially to launch a podcast there are a lot of decisions that need to be made there are a lot of different ways that you can take your creative ideas and just having somebody on your side who knows what they're talking about it just made that whole process especially the launch process so much easier. So today you are going to hear me and Kate discuss all things podcasting from the process to get one started to the pros and cons of hosting a podcast and everything in between. So if you have ever been curious about what podcasting is really like and or if you've ever wondered if you should get into hosting one yourself, this episode is for you. A little about Kate. Caitlin is a mama, wife, and an entrepreneur who not only produces 10 other podcasts, but she also mentors women on how to take action and build momentum toward the businesses and lives of their dreams via coaching and her own podcast, Momentum Makers. And seriously, with her massive success in corporate and then building her own businesses from the ground up, she's got the knowledge and experience that we could all learn from. So without further ado, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode and learn from one of my very favorite people. Enjoy. Well, 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 look who I finally got on the six figure and on this side of the six figure influencer podcast. Well, hello, Caitlin. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. So Caitlin is the brains of this podcast. She is the, I don't know what, what do you call yourself? The editor of the pot? What, what is your even you and Philip's title? Yeah. So we have a podcast production company. Um, yeah. So he does all the like audio engineering and editing. And then I do the listen throughs. And then for some of our clients, like the marketing and 
Mm-hmm. You know, basically the way I describe it is you record your content and we do the rest. Thank God. <laughs> and that's, that is what Kate and Philip do for my podcast. And, um, and yeah, and I've shared that so many times. So I've talked about you so many times. So I feel like so many people already know that, but I'm excited to finally get her on this side of the podcast because I know I get bombarded often with questions about podcasting and like what the process is and do I recommend people starting their own, especially this late and that, you know, people think it's like late in the podcasting game. And I get so many questions and I can only imagine, I'm sure you do too, with how many that you all manage at this point. So I finally got her on here and we're about to spill the podcast tea <laughs> and and get into it. So so yeah, and fun fact, me and Caitlin have known each other for a long time since high school. You are one of the yep. I I don't talk to many people from high school anymore. <laughs> um in the fact it's, it's kind of weird. And the fact that like you and I get to work with each other too, is really cool. So do you remember, I mean, like, do you remember me from high school? We've never, yeah, yeah, for sure. So cool. Well, (laughs) I know you were always so sweet. So you were like an older grade than me. Right. And so there's always like the whole, like, Oh, they're older. Like, no, you were so sweet. My, uh, the memory that I have of you, which is so strange because you know that I'm like a little woo. Yeah. And I don't remember because I didn't hang out with a lot of younger people. I didn't hang out with anybody younger, actually, now that I think about it and not on purpose. It just didn't happen. And I don't remember really anybody that was younger than me, but I always remember you and my memory of you is in between classes when we would have like breaks in between yeah. have, what a 10 minute break yeah. I mean I don't know like second and third period or something weird um and I would just always see you be bopping around the <laughs> lockers and being so cute so social so sweet and I just from that time on even though we didn't really know each other I felt like you were like a little sister to me I just adored you um And, you know, fast forward now, here we are, we're both moms. We both are now building businesses and entrepreneurs. And it's just so fun that I get to work with you now. It's exciting. But, and, and also fun fact, do you know, I think you do know, but you were the very, you were the very first person or the second person that signed up for my mother hustler mastermind. So full circle. Isn't that wild? That is, but like, look where you are now. Well, I mean, I would hope some growth has happened <laughs> <laughs> in, in three years and thank, well, no, two years. Thank God. Um, but yeah, Caitlin was the first person, either the first or second person to say yes to my mastermind. And like, nobody was saying yes. And I'll never forget when you DM'd me or like, you know what? I think like, I love what you're saying. And I think it's time that I take action on this because you weren't just, you know, wanting to start your own thing and wanted to think about that. And I was like, oh my God. So <laughs> of course it's Caitlin. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Cause I had watched you at that point. I mean, like in real time, 
mm-hmm. go from your social media management company into coaching and teaching social mm-hmm. media. And like, I saw all the growth and I was like, that's what I need to take it to the next level. And I couldn't think of anyone better to help me do that. Well, I'm so thankful for you because if it hadn't have been for you and that one other person, um, it was, I know exactly who it was. It was Audrey. Um, I, who knows, maybe I would have quit. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm too stubborn, but it would have been like a really dark time, <laughs> but you too, like you got me over that initial hump, mm-hmm. um, of, of that first offer and like all of the just thoughts of who am I to do this mm-hmm. and you know, who's going to want to buy for me and trust me to coach them. And, you know, so I have so much gratitude for you for that, but But yeah, so that's kind of like a history of Caitlin and I, and, and now, you know, since, since that mastermind came the podcast and we've been working together with the podcast for gosh, almost two years, which is Mm -hmm. insane. Yep. And we've learned so much and there's just so much that's gone on, but, um, but we're going to talk about some podcasting today. And you believe it's been two years. It <laughs> feels like five years, if I'm being honest. Like the fact that I haven't hit a hundred episodes yet blows my <laughs> mind. Like I've been doing this since you know I was a teenager at this point. But um, yeah, so just to kind of give people an idea of like how that came about. So I we were working together. I was, I just started coaching, um, seriously had a few things that are going on. And then a few months into coaching, I, I loved podcasts. That was like my thing, um, to take in content. I enjoyed them so much. I knew my ideal client would enjoy it. And I just couldn't get this idea out of my mind that I wanted to start a podcast. And of course, you and Phil, I knew that you and Philip had this and Philip, I think I already said it is, is Caitlin's husband. <laughs> you guys had this, this side hustle, um, doing these pocket, editing these podcasts and producing these podcasts. So of course I went to you and I'm so thankful I did because it has been, I can't imagine how much more difficult of a process it, it would have been without you all's guidance and support. So how did you two get into podcasting? Let's start there. So we organically fell into it. I was doing um, online business management work, which for that's like such lingo, but basically helping another entrepreneur in their like operations, client communication behind the scenes. And she had a podcast and her editor went on to do other things. And so she came to me and she said, do you know anyone that you know, does this, if you do send them my way. And I thought, Philip, my husband, he has a background in audio engineering. We're in Nashville. He's a musician, all the things. Right. And so, and he has produced music and he's done all those, maybe not directly for a podcast, but for tons of different mediums. So I thought, well, we could probably help. So brought him into it. I consider him my silent partner, um, (laughs) brought him into it and he was like, sure, I can help out. And so we, it was just, it flowed really well for us. Like 
as far as it, he had the experience and we were able to meet that need. Um, and so then I just reached out to a couple people that I knew and said, Hey, thinking about starting to do this for other entrepreneurs. Um, if you know someone who needs this, or if you need it yourself, let us know. And you were one of the people that I was mm-hmm. telling about it because we were coaching at the time and you were like, I want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's do it. <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah. And so from there in my most recent reel, I talk about bootstrapping your business from that point, we bootstrapped it and figured it out. I taught myself everything I needed to know to launch your podcast. Um, he took care of all the audio stuff and his zone of genius. And then we were off to the races and got you going. And now we're at almost 300,000 downloads. So, okay. So this is just so Caitlin, like this is, you are so entrepreneurial and I can just see, cause I've seen you do this in other ways where people come to you like, Hey, can you do this? And you're like, sure. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I love how somebody just came to you. Like, Hey, I, I need a podcast editor. You guys know how to do techie things. Can you do a podcast? And you're like, Oh, why not? And now how many clients do you guys have now? Yeah, we have, we're at 10 clients now. Freaking insane. Yeah. So Talk about just stepping in to the type of business owner that you want to be and just taking that leap of faith and, and trusting that you will figure it out over time. Because from start to finish, you guys have been so on top of it and just knowing your stuff and every single little thing you made so easy for me. So it's it's funny to hear how um, maybe newer to it you were at the time whenever we first started working together. Cause I, I don't, you've just, you guys have made from every, from the very first day. And it's funny because you're right. Like I remember as soon as you started talking about podcasting, it was just something that I had been thinking in the back of my mind. And it was just such a natural, easy, there was never a moment where I was like, crap, who, who am I going to get to help me with this? It was like, Hey, we do podcasts. Would you want to do one? I was like, Holy crap. This is, you just read my mind. This is something I've been thinking about. Um, and then being able to lean on you guys, it's been really, really cool. So one of the questions that I get a lot is um, people will come to me and they're like, hey, should should I start a podcast? I know it's work. Um, what are the benefits that you know, they want to know? Like what benefits I've seen on my end um, from podcasting? So I'm going to share a couple of those. And then I'm curious because I know that you work with obviously nine other clients. So I'm curious like from your end, what you see as well. Um, but one of the most surprising benefits that I, I've seen that I saw early on when I started my podcast was the authority that it gave me in this space, because when I started got, okay. So I, I transitioned from managing social media to coaching in 2018. I started my podcast a year later in 2019. So I was green still, um, into this area, even though, you know, I was in social media, but like, as soon as I started a podcast, it was like, people just started taking me more seriously Mm -hmm. for no other reason. And listen, I took it. Yeah. Yeah. You better, you better show me respect. (laughs) You know, like any idiot. All this knowledge I've got to draw on (laughs) y'all. But I was shocked. I was like, guys, anybody can do a podcast, but hey, again, like bring it. I'll I'll take it. 
Um, so I saw that obviously more visibility and reach. I, mm-hmm. you know, was really surprised early on when I started getting like people in Australia reaching out to me who had heard the podcast and, and Africa and like all over the place. Like what? That's crazy. Um, and then of course, like, I think the best benefit that I've seen is it's been the best way to serve my ideal client. Because mm-hmm. I know like my ideal client, she's booked and busy. She's got a lot going on. Um, she's running around with her business, with her kids, whatever. Like yep. it's hard for her to sit down and read a long form post. So podcasts are great. Um, so that's what I've seen. What would you add to the list? Yeah, I think the authority is huge. I think that alone and kind of tying into that, one of the benefits of it is Instagram, you can create stories, you can create reels, you can create those things to kind of build that know, like, and trust with your audience. But it's very much like they find you on Tuesday, they see your stories, maybe they start to follow along. It might take you six months to build a relationship with that person that's just now found you to really un for them to uncover like, oh, she knows this and she knows this and this is how she can speak to me. A podcast is really like a long-term strategy to building no like and trust. So think about it as when someone finds your podcast and they start like binging it, they build that no like trust relationship with you right away Yeah, and through those episodes. And the other piece of it too is you can only say so much on Instagram stories, right? right? And so podcasts, that format, like you said, gives you that medium to really dive in into topics and really show your expertise on something and connect with people, then maybe right, they're not going to go read a blog post on it. And so I think just the connection that you can make with your audience, if they are the type of person who listens to podcasts mm-hmm. is Fast track almost. I yep. I love that how you explained that. I never even considered that because you're so right. When you fall, I mean, I've done this. I've mm-hmm. recently found podcasts where I just love the way that the the person is explaining or communicating with her audience. And I'll binge one or two, five episodes, find her on Instagram. And that that's like my girl for that area. Yeah. I love her. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think how I found Manifestation Babe was through mm-hmm. her podcast. And to this day, like love her. Like she's my go-to source for all, all things woo, basically, because yep. of that. So I, I think that's a brilliant point that I, I had never even thought of. Because um, you're right, on Instagram, you you're lucky if you pop up in somebody's feed, right? Or if if they're scrolling long enough to come across your stuff or if they even find you in the first place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, podcasts, if you can get in front of them, it's a, a fast track way to, to build that relationship that takes a little bit longer on social media in most cases. Yeah. And I think the other thing about podcasting that um, is a huge benefit is how repurposable the content is. Mm. Um, just the fact that you can leverage your podcast content, turn it into a blog post for people who may find your website. I remember that girl shared her stories where she was on one of your blog posts where I did your show notes and the web player, you know, and like, so people do find stuff that way. Um, and that way you can get, you know, in Google search and you can use Pinterest. So there's like tons of ways to repurpose the content. And for some people, and for me, which is why I'm starting my own podcast is 
speaking is so much easier for me than trying to sit down and write out a long blog post. Like it just is. The fact that you can record an episode on a piece of content and then you can take that piece of content, you can post it on Instagram, you can do a story about the topic that your podcast is on, Mm -hmm. you can take that content, go put it on your blog, put it out to Pinterest. Oh yeah. You take the time to sit down, outline, Mm-hmm. say your goodness, and then it can be repurposed from there. So I think that's another really powerful benefit that a lot of people think, oh, it's going to take me so much more time to like add that on. It's going to be more content and more that I have to create. But honestly, I feel like on the back end, and I would wonder how you felt about this, mm-hmm. I think it makes it easier because you ha- you've written the content for your podcast and you can then use that on your social media. Hundred percent. I for sure made it harder in the beginning because I just wasn't thinking of it in that way. Um, but yes, I think that that's when you use it as a compliment to your content, which like, duh, of course you should. Um, it's just that added layer, and that that's your big piece of content, right? So you do that first. Start with the podcast and then repurpose the podcast into the email, into the blog posts, into the social media posts and the reels and the stories and just break it down. It makes your life so much easier. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Um, Okay. So lots of benefits there. Now let's talk about the reality of it because the reality is that although, yes, it's a compliment to your to your content, which is so true. Um, and, and it's another way to serve and another way to build authority. It still is another layer of work to your schedule. You still have to sit down and get it done. Um, and some people are better at it than others. And I'm, (laughs) I was the worst, um, (laughs) we can get into what would you say, like, are the cons to podcasting? Yeah, I would say the time for sure. I mean, it is at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if because truly to have a successful podcast, like you need to be consistent. So mm-hmm. it needs to be something that you are willing to show up at least once a week for. I would say weekly podcasts are probably the best. I don't know how the people who do daily podcasts do it. It's insanity to me that's so much content but you're actually aliens yeah absolutely um but like you have to stay consistent with it in order to get traction from it so it is something that you need to commit to Mm -hmm. and be kind of committed to the long haul if you want it to be successful you do have to learn some techie stuff right like you you know there's no magic bullet to get around learning how to set up your microphone making sure you're getting the best audio quality because while I don't think it has to be perfect, I don't think you need to have a 20 grand setup to record a podcast. You want it to sound good because you yeah. want, you know, you don't want people to like turn off just because it's echoey. It's, yeah. So you do have to invest a little bit of money to get, you know, the right equipment. It doesn't have to be a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And then kind of learn some things about mm-hmm. the tech and the setup of it to get started. So there it is a little bit of a learning curve. But it's not as daunting as I think people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Especially, and I say this every time somebody comes to me and asks about podcasting, one of the first things out of my mouth is if you do it, be ready 
you know, be in a place where you can invest in in a Caitlin, in a Philip. Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody to have your back and do the editing and the yep. posting and the the what I would consider the the more technical techie stuff. Yeah, being able to pass that off to somebody who knows what they're doing and that's like your your zone of genius is invaluable. I would not have a podcast right now if I didn't have you guys mm-hmm. to help me out and, um, and to do those sort of things for me, I wouldn't have time to edit it. Um, it would just be a nightmare. So to be able, I, I always say like, be right, like have somebody there that can support you in the editing process and posting and things like that, because that's where you're really cutting into your time. And mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people realize how much time the editing process can take. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that, and you know this, mm-hmm. like outlining and recording the content is hard enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So if you think about having to do that and then do the rest of it, you're right. Like for some people, that means it's never going to happen because there's just so much to it. I think that, and we'll, we can talk about this, you know, towards the end, as far as what I'm coming out with, but I think there's ways to make it easier on yourself. So you don't have the time, all the editing on the end, but I totally agree. And that's really where my passion is in this business is, knowing that many of our clients would not have a podcast right now if it wasn't for us. Exactly. We hadn't had set it up for them. And if we hadn't managed the process for them and for you, again, you're almost at 300,000 downloads, like a ton of people who have listened to your episodes that potentially would not have been impacted by that. Right. If you hadn't have started your podcast. And I know you get tons of DMS and tons of people reaching out about the impact that your content's had on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's been really cool. And it is interesting. Like, I almost wish I could almost see like parallel universes of where would my business be without mm. the podcast? And then where is it now? Um, because yeah, like that, that's insane. And by the way, I don't even look at my numbers. That's something that <laughs> when I went into podcasting, it wasn't my, like, it wasn't my number one goal to, to monetize it or anything like that. Yeah. It really was like, this is just a cool way to get content out. Um, so, okay. What about, let's talk about this tips for anybody that are thinking about starting? Like what, what would you recommend if somebody is like, okay, I'm ready to do this now. What tips would you give them? Like, okay, step one, you need to do this. Step two, what, what tactical pieces of advice would you give? So first step, obviously like choosing your topic, Mm -hmm. but the first thing I would do is brainstorm 52 episode ideas. Mm, so yes. that, you know, and at least 25, like at least 25, if you really don't think you can get to 52, um, but outline a year's worth of weekly podcasts and you may do interviews. So, you know, it might not be totally your content the whole time, but really sit down and think about, do I have 52 ideas of things to talk about? Because mm-hmm. if you get to eight and you're like, I don't have anything left. Well, probably not the best podcast topic. Or if you can't, if your creativity juices aren't flowing, that honestly tells you you're probably not passionate enough about the topic to really be consistent with it. So I would say first step, if you have a topic, if you have an idea, like brainstorm out episode ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, Second step would be to pick a title. Um, And honestly, actually, I don't know if that would be the second step or That's not everybody's first step. They would try. I know. First step. I know that I was know. mine. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's a no brainer, but 
And where I kind of was like, eh, I don't know, is like, don't get stuck in that. Yeah, for right sure. away too. Totally. Like, don't feel like you have to have like the most perfect idea. Like, I feel like it'll come to you. So don't get stuck there. The launch setup part, there's a lot of different parts and pieces. So like decide on who you want to use for hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you want to hire out, like decide on that. And like an art production company, like we walk through the entire launch process. So we help you make all the decisions you need to make, but, um, deciding on who you want to host the podcast and there's tons of great hosts out there, but it's important. Um, because Let that's me explain that real quick. Yeah. I, people aren't going to get that. I know before I knew anything about podcasting, I used to think that you recorded a podcast and uploaded it directly to iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, here you go, Apple. Here's my podcast. Yeah. Um, by the way, that's not how it's done. Um, and thank God again for Kaylin and Philip for being like, no, Allie, there's there's companies that do this for you. So let let us handle it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what she means. Like, who's and we use Libsyn. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so there's tons of companies out there. They offer different things, different price points as far as hosting. But yeah, you can like self-host, which is really tucky. Like you build it into your website. Wouldn't recommend for a beginner um, or unless you have a team who's like doing it for you. But yep. So figure out who you want to host, find out like what their requirements are. And then typically like the main things you're going to need for setup are your title, your description, like what you want your Apple categories to be. I always tell people record like one to three episodes to launch with so that people have a few episodes to listen to. You don't have to, but I think it's good if you can record your intro outro. Again, I don't think like you have an intro outro. Some people I know don't have an intro. They literally intro every podcast episode. So they don't have an intro with music, but most of our clients have a mixed intro outro. So you want to have those pieces in place, your cover art, which if you're not a graphic designer, I highly recommend hiring out to like 99designs or Fiverr or if you have a graphic designer that you know that can help you because I would say your podcast title and your podcast art are like so important as far as looking professional, right? Like you want to have good looking podcast art. It's like the cover of the book, right? So, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately people do judge the book by the cover. So you want it to look good and professional. So I would say kind of getting all those pieces put together is, is the first step. To, to launching. And then um, from there, again, if you're not hiring it out, like figuring out how to upload all of that, getting it pushed out to iTunes, getting approval from iTunes, which as you know, is a process. You need to have a few days before you actually want to launch to push to iTunes because someone actually reviews it at mm-hmm. Apple and approves it. So can't that take upwards of a week sometimes? Depending yeah. on, like ours yep. took less than a day. We, I feel like we were really lucky. Yeah. Um, it, it went by really quick, but, um, but yeah, I've heard that it could take upwards of a week, which if you're like announcing like my podcast is coming yes. out tomorrow and it doesn't get approved yes. in a week, that could be awful. Yep. I, we've had a client that it's taken like a full five days and, but, and I have seen that a few times, not with our clients, but with people who have announced they're launching a podcast and realize, oh crap, I can't get Apple approval that fast. And so they have to push it and that's a bummer. So I always let clients know about that. So I would say getting those like setup pieces in order and figuring out how to get it pushed out. But as you can see, even me talking through it, it's kind of a lot. (laughs) 
There are a lot of pieces for sure. For anybody who's like listening to this and is like, holy crap, I want to do this, but now I'm feeling overwhelmed. Do not feel overwhelmed because we yeah. got you. don't worry. Yeah. Um, but I do have, I have a question for you that I did not prep you for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yay. Um, as somebody who you, you manage so many podcasts in, in similar ish areas, but mm-hmm. you've learned so much about them. I'm curious, like, are there any juicy like tricks or hacks that you would share as far as like maybe choosing the right title or choosing like covers for your cover photo? Have you noticed or seen any kind of patterns that like this typical title performs better or this, I don't know. Have you noticed anything Mm -hmm. like that? Maybe not. No. Yeah. So I've actually, since doing this, um, of course, like learned a ton and the landscape changes too, as far as like what's doing well. So right now what's doing really well as far as cover art is like studio photos not like me here on at this couch, you know, kind of in this nice little cozy area, but like studio blank wall, very bare except the person. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then with the text in it. So that's doing really well. And I've seen a ton of people kind of redesigning their cover art to have that look. Mm. The other thing with title is, and we did this with you, which I think still think was super smart. You don't always have to have the in front of your podcast title. So like for you, originally we were doing the six figure influencer podcast, Mm -hmm. but I was like, Hey, let's drop the, the, because you're going to be first for the people's episode. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So when you go, cause I don't know about you, but when I go to my app, I go to, you know, my shows and then it listed in alphabetical order. Like that's how I go. I go to my favorite show. Yep. And Allie is first. And so, so I think that's just kind of an amazing little hack that you don't have to have the D in front of it. That's going to push you down. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need anybody coming out with five figure influencer. (laughs) I will, I will come for you. Don't play with me. (laughs) <laughs> That's hilarious. The other thing is that is becoming a little bit more popular is you don't have to have it on your cover art, but in the title itself, like implementing SEO keywords. So for example, what we could do with you is we could say six-figure influencer. And then in the title, we would have keywords related to your business and what you want to be found for. So like social media and mindset tips or, or whatever you want to be found for those keywords yeah. so that when people are searching it comes up. So that's another thing that I've seen people doing where in the past, like they wouldn't necessarily put SEO in the title, but now your cover art may still be six figure influencer, but the title on iTunes and other spots will have like some keywords in it. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those are super, super juicy. Yeah. Okay. So we've gone through the process and some tips. I think the last thing I want to say on this is just like anything, know that, like play the long game, mm-hmm. right? Know that you might not monetize it. I still haven't monetized mine. Yeah. Um, but it, I feel like even, I mean, well, uh, let me say, let me put it this way. I haven't monetized in the form of ads, but mm-hmm. I know for a fact, the amount of business that my podcast has brought me has paid mm-hmm. in debit, like way more than I've invested into it. Um, yeah. But I didn't start it because of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just like anything, it's going to take some time. So if you want to do it, do it smart, take your time, don't rush into it. Would you say it's too late? Like it's too late in the podcast game to get started? 
No. And I think it goes with everything. Like everyone's like, it's too late to start blogging. It's too late to start podcasting. It's too late to start YouTube. Like there's always going to be people out there that have done it longer, but it's never too late. And I know that's cliche. Like it's never too late. And one of my values that I stand behind is like your message matters, your unique message matters. So even if you were talking about the same thing that four other podcasts are talking about, the way that the person that hears your episode hears it is going to be the way they needed to hear it. Exactly. And so there, there will always be room for you and your unique perspective and your unique viewpoint. If you're willing to put the work in to put the content out there. A million yeah, don't don't go searching podcasts and be like, oh, there's 800. <laughs> yes, and it will happen. And then yeah. you'll start getting ads for podcasts on the same topic as what you want to do. Like it is the law yeah. of Just the do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. If you have it on your heart, and and that's what it was. That's what happened for me. I, I couldn't get out of my head, mm-hmm. and it was something that. And honestly, like when I first started. I didn't have the, I shouldn't have had the bandwidth to do it, to be honest with you. It was like, it was so stressful um, because I was the absolute worst at recording episodes at the time. I would literally type out every single word of the podcast or the episode. And it was just a freaking train wreck. We've, we've improved mildly. Um, but You're amazing, but it was, yeah. Thinking about like, whenever I first got started, it was so it was just one more thing to the plate that honestly, at the time, it's kind of crazy that I did, but I'm so glad that I did because I had it on my heart. And I think there's a reason why. So anybody listening to this right now, this has been something in the back of your mind that you've been thinking and you just know that you have a message um, in some way, shape or form, just like Caitlin just said, like your unique message. Um, this is, you should, you should go for it, really consider it, but then, then go for it, do it the right way. And speaking of doing it the right way, talk to me about what you have coming up because for everybody sitting here scratching their heads, like I want to do this, I want to do it the right way, but it feels so overwhelming. I still don't know really where to start. Caitlin has come to the rescue. Spill it. So, and we talked about this. So as I was thinking about I want to take our podcast production company to the next level. Like I want to help even more people. We cannot possibly work with everyone and not everyone can afford to necessarily hire us out to start with. Right. And so one of the things that I was thinking about is how can I help people through the process mm-hmm. without them having to like work with us directly? So I have a self-led course, I guess you could call it, that takes you through all of the steps to launch your podcast in seven days. So essentially, it's everything I've done with all of our clients that we've launched podcasts in a digestible format for you to know exactly what to do day one, day two, day three to launch your podcast in, in seven days. So I outline action steps to complete each day. Because here's the thing that I know with launching a podcast too, is like you may sit on the idea for years, it becomes overwhelming, you don't know where to start, and so you don't ever do it. So the way I've structured it is really to help you take fast action Mm -hmm. and get those setup components together. So it includes, again, step-by-step everything you need. So everything I talked about before, but Mm -hmm. it'll include tutorials on how to set up your microphone, on how to record, on how to set up your audio so that you sound 
good and you can do minimal editing, but also tutorials on if you do want to self-edit a little bit, how to do it. So, but for the person who isn't like super techie, right? So this is supposed to be really straightforward, not overwhelming, and it'll be super affordable. So it'll be $27 and you'll be able to get your podcasts off to the races. What? Okay. Wait a second. I didn't. Okay. So by the way, I'm hearing all this for the first time along with all of you, $27 to launch your podcast in seven days. Yep. Okay. And, and you cover like editing and stuff too. Yep. So it'll be like basic editing. Um, so how to pull out, like if you say something you don't want to say and you want to pull that out, how to split your tracks and put it back together. So it won't include everything that like Philip does from an audio engineering perspective, as far as like mixing and mastering and leveling and all of that. But yeah, you could just put it out there and Mm -hmm. you can get started. So this is for the person who maybe you can't afford a Caitlin and Philip right this second, but you're ready to get it out there. This can be your way to bootstrap it. It sounds amazing and potentially never even need additional hands-on support. Yeah. Um, So, wow, that's freaking awesome. Okay. So how can people, because they're going to be hearing this and it's going to be available as this goes live. So how can people learn more about this and sign up. Yep. So it'll be, you can go to my Instagram at Kate Rose Co. There'll be a link in the bio that will take you there. In there, there's also, if you do want to hire out your launch or you currently have a podcast that you're producing yourself and you want to hire your production, there are links to schedule time with me and we can talk through our process and how we can help you. So we have a few like very limited spots for Mm -hmm. launch. So we have a launch package and then we have very limited spots for production at this point. You can schedule a call to learn more about it. Perfect. And we'll link all of that in the show notes as well. But that, I mean, I know so many people are breathing a sigh of relief because it's hard to explain the process of podcasting on a podcast Um, because there are, it's not, it's not, it's not difficult to set up. There's just a lot of little things to think about. So the fact that you've created this roadmap solution to not only walk them through all of those steps, but in seven days. Cause yeah, you could sit on trying to figure out a title or choosing cover art or whatever for, for days, weeks, months. Um, and that's yeah. not, no, we need to take fast action because you can always change these things later on. Um, and you want to, you want to get in the process of making those decisions. So I love that you are offering this. I know everybody's so freaking excited. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and, and all the things, because I just, I know so many people have been dying to hear about this and it's just been really helpful. Yeah. It was great. Always love getting to chat with you. Yeah, girl. Well, thank you. I will link all of the things in the show notes. Um, you guys go follow Caitlin. She shares all the things. Um, she has a beautiful little girl, sweet Emma. Um, and she's just like your true entrepreneur, making it work, messy, pretty, all the things. You do a great yeah. job sharing all of that. Thank so you. go give her a follow, show her some love. And you know, I love you. I couldn't do this without you. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.